BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Kenzie from the I Love You So Much podcast. On my show, we talk about everything, lifestyle, business, finance, beauty, you name it. My favorite part about the show is the amazing guests that we bring on. We have everyone ranging from like business experts to influencers, CEOs, creative masterminds. It's so much fun. If you guys want to find me on Instagram, it's just at Kenzie Elizabeth. I release new episodes every Thursday, so hope to see you there. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and joining me right now, I think this might be his first time ever. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Taylor. Hey, Daddy. Hey. Taylor, am I going to regret this? (laughs) Well, the good news is it's not live. Also, your girlfriend, my wife, soon-to-be wife, is editing this, so you're in very good hands. Okay. If you do something really naughty beyond repair, that's on you, my friend. Okay. So you have mom sitting on your lap right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was your girlfriend. <laughs> she is my girlfriend. Well, I'm a girlfriend. Well, tell the truth, though. I know mom's oh, you your mean favorite. Teddy's my girlfriend? Teddy's your girlfriend, not me, Dad. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm about love the one you're closest to. And right now, it's my wife, Babsy, on my lap. <laughs> you're in trouble. Yay. <laughs> Dad, thank you for joining me on this podcast. It's long overdue, my friend, long overdue. I know that, Taylor. <laughs> That's called your dad. <laughs> Am I nervous? You know what? Wait, wait. Can I tell you a story? So Emma what? Willman, you know Emma on my radio show, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So Emma is a comedian, so she's always like at, at like comedy clubs and things like that. She's, so fr- she's from Maine. She is from Maine. So Emma, do you listen to the radio show, Dad? I went to see her on, on live... Uh, uh, live uh, comedy club in Boston. Right, but do you listen to the radio show, I asked you? Occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. Okay. When, when mommy has it on. Okay, okay that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So Emma was at a comedy club, and Amy Schumer was there. Do you know who Amy Schumer is? Yes. Yes. Okay, so... She was like sitting there. Amy was eating like tater tots and being like a normal person. And Emma was kind of like starstruck a little bit. So she sat down at the table and she was like playing it cool and like, you know, talking to everybody and just like being like, be, be cool. It's just Amy Schumer. She's just a person. Don't act like a dork. And then Amy Schumer was like this. Hey, uh, Emma. And like she shook her hand. She goes, Amy Schumer. Nice to meet you. And Emma shook her hand and went like this. I'm Amy Schumer. 
<laughs> so she call said, me dad all you want. <laughs> she, was, she was thinking, I wish I was Amy Schumer. <laughs> we all wish we were Amy Schumer. So dad, no, I mean, dad, the last time Tell I her, was what? I wish I was your dad. <laughs> I am your dad. <laughs> okay. So dad, I know you say you get You're shy. you that out, right? No. We're keeping <laughs> that in. Dad, I know that you say you get shy, but the last time I was home, I did like a thing for the Patreon, for the VIP tier. Yeah. And it was supposed to be just me and mom doing like a live answering questions. And somebody wanted to come on the shot and show everybody their golf swing and you like crashed it and you were a star so you have arrived now sir if you want to show off on patreon you gotta come over on taste of taylor and show me what you got all right i'm here okay so i want to talk about a lot of things with you i want to talk about the wedding okay i want to talk about what an amazing child i am what? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to lie? Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. Hey, Dad, last how, time... Now, how much you pay me to do this? Zero dollars. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. It's already about the money, honey. That's what this episode should be called. Um, I do want to say, though, Dad, I really... I do feel you in the money department. I was just so... This is airing after our wedding, but we are recording before the wedding. So as of the time of this recording, we are like three or four days out from the wedding. So we are pulling last minute things together. Yesterday, you tortured me in the yard. You made me do yard work with you. Yes. Yes. Were you proud of me? Very. Am I, out of all of your three children, who's the best gardener after yesterday? You. Really? Yeah, because Zach hates it. Out of all of your three children, whenever I've ever been in the yard, whenever I ask Zach to help me, he runs away. He has to study. (laughs) Well, I now equate all things flower related with punishment, not because of what I did with you yesterday. I actually quite enjoyed gardening with you. It was like some good father daughter bonding time. I felt like, you know, strong and like I was working out for the first time in six years. But I will say, I. I was just dealing with the flowers for the wedding. Yeah. And it's a racket, my friend. I'm over here feeling like George Banks, who I know is your doppelganger. It's like your favorite person on the face of the planet, right? Identify with him. Yes, you do. Yeah. He is my alter ego. (laughs) So he's now my alter ego because I would also like the chipper chicken. That's me. For the first time in my life, I really, really understand you, dad, when it comes to money stuff. That's good. I'm mad at my kids already because they're going to steal my girlfriend and they're going to take all my money. And they're never going to say thank you. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do get you, don't I? Yeah. So I just want to say, Dad, I'm sorry. I stole your girlfriend and always do when I come home to visit. And I'm sorry that I took all your money. And yeah. I owe you about a million dollars. So when I'm <laughs> old and pooping in my pants, yeah. you'll take care of me. I promise I will. Okay, then now, now everything's all good then. I really do. We're even, Stevens. <laughs> You're praying I just dropped dead before that happens. <laughs> I mean, I'll gladly take care of you. I really, I have to say, when I was a straight person. Taylor, if I'm, if I'm pooping <laughs> in my pants and I'm babbling, yeah, just take me out to the woods and leave me. Let the animals no, tag me. I will not. <laughs> yes. I'll wipe your diaper. I'll take no. such good care of you, I Dad. Even, I won't even know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Dad, I have to say. Oh, it's like this cute little doggy. Why is he growling at me? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Why is he biting me? <laughs> so dad um, I when I was a straight person I just like totally I, I have to say it really it, I gained perspective in the last six years being with Teddy and I just think that you should know that I'm sorry I was such a brat for so many years you weren't a brat I wasn't 
No. Really? You're a perfect child. Dad, don't lie. Dad, I, I didn't co- you didn't come here to lie. Tell the truth. <laughs> oh, in high school, you were a little difficult. I was difficult in high school. But in college, you were fine. I was? Yeah, you were only bad for like four years. Well, that's not terrible in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, so you were a tough teenager, but then you were... Yeah, you you were fine after that. Well, I just, I mean, for example, so you and mom paid for my college tuition, which... No, we didn't. You did too. No. <laughs> Surprised you did. <laughs> well, we did. But not, I'm thinking... Yeah, I'm FYI, thi- my mom pays all the bills in this family, in case you couldn't tell from that statement. Dad, dad... Well, in, what I was thinking the bread was... bread and mom slices so it. So we, we had this situation where we were going to have you guys contribute 10% of your college tuition. Um, yeah, I remember that because our babysitter, Emily, she, I was like, shut when she was telling you guys, she was like, yeah, because she was babysitting all weekend. You guys were like, wow, you're so responsible. You babysit every weekend. She said, well, I have to pay 10% of my college tuition for every single semester. And the second she said it, I saw dad, George Banks it. It was like chipper chicken. That Tuxedo no. is not the blue, babe. No, because... I saw it in your eye. I saw her, it. Because her dad realized that for the kids to appreciate what it costs yep. them yeah. to send their kids to college. That they could pay it a percentage. The kids have to pay a certain percentage because so your tuition was 25000 You had to come up with 2500 oh, somebody does remember. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember. So you had to come up with 2500 which was your t- which was your scholarship you got. Yes, I did because I was so academically overachieving. Yeah. 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 I think I was lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. So, so because at of, the time, so everybody, I said at the to time. you, if you can maintain your scholarship for four years, that's your 10%. And that will be, that will cover you, and you won't have to have actually paid us any real money. Exactly. So I remember that. That was your idea. I thought but that was in my mind, idea. you paid your way. You paid your 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 portion. Just to let you know, thank you for that. But yeah. I partied my face off, and truly. But you maintain your studied. GPA, and so you maintain your scholarship for four years. So that was good enough. So that was like a job. But I will that say, was a job. I really, I don't know that I've ever formally thanked you for that because that is like such a gift. I now understand. I mean, growing up in a place like Cohasset, it's a wealthy town, so you're around a lot of other wealthy, spoiled kids. So it's very easy to like lose perspective. For example, I had mom's uh, hand me down. Volvo, which is a great car. It's an automatic. It has windows that go up and down. It had a sunroof. I was living in a lot of luxury. And then I got in a car accident on the way to my private all-girl Catholic high school. And um, I totaled the car. And I thought, yes! Now that I told the car, I can get a Jeep. And I came home and you were mom were like, you don't get a Jeep. Now that you told the, tar- the, the car dum-dum, you were like, now your insurance goes up, which means you can't afford to drive a car, which means you don't get a car. We're not getting you a Jeep. We're not rewarding you for getting to a car accident with a better, newer car. I didn't understand that. And I was so angry. And then I went and I bought my friend. Remember my friend Liz? I bought her $700. For $700, I bought her Toyota Tercel. It was blueberry blue. It was two-door. It was vinyl. It barely had a muffler. It was like a muffler. A muffler? Is it called mufflers? Because we call mom's mom muffler. I always want to call it a muffler. Okay. And it sounded like it was basically a glorified go-kart. And a stick shift. I did not know how to drive stick. I tried to learn on your Audi, but I almost dropped the transmission out. So you said I couldn't learn on it anymore. Fair enough. But I will say that, you know, that was a brat move. Like I, I saw that my friends 
they got in car accidents and then they got nicer cars. And so that's what I thought it was. It was kind of like the same thing with college tuition. It was like, oh, everyone's like, they just get their college tuition paid for. But I now have perspective and realize that's actually not the case. And so many of my friends have student loan debts. And like, it's not lost to me. While you were paying for my college tuition, you were still probably paying off your medical school debts. In college. And college, because you paid your whole way through both. Right. Damn. Yeah. So explain this but, to me. But things were less expensive back then, but still. I guess, but, but explain this to me. So when you have kids, you just want to give them your money? You don't even think about that. You don't even think about it? No, you don't. You don't the, 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 the key in life is don't think too far ahead. Okay. Live in the moment. <laughs> You'll be happier. <laughs> well, real talk. It's like ignorance is bliss. Mom's like <clears throat> Tay. Teddy. Yeah. And I'm like you. I've now realized. Yeah. I always said jokingly, I want to marry my mom when I grew up. I literally have. She's mom to a T. Yeah. So if I'm like you, so I know mom wanted babies like right. Like you guys got married when you were seniors in college. Yes. You were. I was grad. I graduated. You were a year ahead and you were in medical school. No, I was working as an EMT. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. I was living with my mother. And Melrose. Luxury. And mommy was at BC, Boston College. Yeah. And I would drive my old rickety car. What kind of car? Toyota Tercel? Uh, Blueberry some, Blue? Some junker that Billy ran. And I would drive from Melrose to Chestnut Hill. Right. To visit with her. And uh-huh. I would drive back to, to be with my mother in Melrose. Because at the which time. Which is why we got married within six months of me graduating. <laughs> and she was still a... A senior at BC because it was like that's crazy. We cannot continue doing this. No, it's too hard. So we just got married. Damn. Halfway through her senior year. Babies. Twenty-one. Wait, tell me the story again. How you and mom met? <laughs> All right. So I was I was back in the first day back my sophomore year in college. Okay. And you were where? At Harvard. At Harvard. I told you guys. And I talked to an upperclassman mm-hmm. who I knew from my high school. I said, where do you meet girls here? And just real quick. So dad went to Harvard, right? Like still when Radcliffe existed. Right. So it was co-ed, but like brand new co-ed. Well, Harvard and Radcliffe had merged, but Radcliffe had its own admissions committee. Got it. And Harvard had was admissions for just guys. Right. And Radcliffe was a much smaller school. So they had much, they had very few women who entered that, my class. Right. Because they stayed the same size as they were before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now it's 50-50 admissions, and now it's all one school. Right. And Radcliffe is, doesn't really exist. But back then, there were very few Radcliffe women. And so my freshman year was going to parties with one girl to 20 guys. <laughs> and Not fun the lots. girls weren't always the cutest in the world. <laughs> So it was really, it was pretty slim pickings. Uh-huh. So it's a lot of guys drinking and talking about and not, not, sports. Not much smooching. <laughs> and you wanted to get your smooch on. I want to get my smooching. <laughs> <laughs> so you said to your friends. So, so I asked the cla- upperclassman my first day back, my sophomore year. Uh-huh. I said, Will you meet girls? 
Just any. In his town. Because <laughs> he was a, see, he, I feel he must know something. And he said? He said, go to Boston College. Really? All the cute girls go to Boston College. So that was a Thursday night. So my roommate and I jumped on the red line train. Yep. To Park Street, took a Green Line trolley. Oh, it's it's a it's a hike on public transportation to get from Cambridge to Chestnut Hill. Chestnut Hill took us probably an hour and a half one way, and we got there on a Thursday night without knowing anything and just started wandering the campus. Uh huh. And figured, well, there's got to be a party somewhere, right? Because back then you could drink at age 18. Right. Uh. So it wasn't like it is now. Right. So there was always was always a party. Right. And BC had already started. We, had, we were one day back. They were already like three weeks back. Okay. So I figured they're already ramped up. And they're in the full swing of things. Yeah, and it's almost a weekend, so we're going to probably find something. Yeah. So we wandered around, and we found this place where all these people were waiting to get in. So uh-huh. we figured, that, Bar. Look, that looks promising. Right. So we just jumped in the line, and we went in line probably for another half an hour to get in. Uh-huh. And we're at the very end of the so line. So now we're, like, committed. You're, like, two, at least two hours in. I got, like, two and a half hours in. Right. This. Right. So we get to the front of the line, and the guy says, show me your IDs. So you take out your ID? So we took out our college ID, and the guy goes, uh, you don't go to BC? We said, no. He goes, Harvard IDs don't work here. Only BC. <laughs> BC IDs only. Shit. This is a campus bar. So did you take and no you for an answer? you don't go to school here, so you can't come in. Did you fight him? So I said, I tried to talk my way in. He how, wouldn't, how? He wouldn't accept it. How? I said, we're the last people in line. <laughs> you know, no one else is here. Come we're on. We're college students. We just want to meet some girls. citizens. <laughs> and we want to smooch. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Con Air. I'm so excited to be working with Con Air on this podcast because your girl is terrible at doing her own hair. That was until... I got this product from Conair and it's life changing. If I can do my hair now, trust me, anybody can. If you want big, beautiful, effortless waves just in time for back to school, I got the thing for you. It's the Conair Double Ceramic Waver, okay? It's designed with not just one, but three barrels for deep, continuous waves. Plus, the double ceramic technology provides even and consistent heating, fast styling, and long-lasting waves. Plus, the double ceramic technology provides even and consistent heat, fast styling, and long-lasting waves. With instant heat up, 30 heat settings for every hair type, that's amazing, and turbo heat boost for those difficult-to-style spots, it's easy to get those waves that you totally crave. And the wide range of heat options lets you customize styling for flawless results so you can be back-to-school beautiful. With full flowing waves now so quick and easy to create at home, you'll always be selfie ready on campus and off. Skip the salon and save time. Big, beautiful waves at home. No salon appointment needed. What's not to love? I'm obsessed. Get your waiver delivered to your door just in time for back to school. Ordering this back to school essential for beautiful bombshell waves is super easy to order. Just go to conair.com and search waiver. Again, just go to conair, C-O-N-A-I-R.com and search waiver, W-A-V-E-R. I'm telling you, game changer. And now back to the podcast. Okay, so it didn't work. And he didn't (laughs) didn't give a shit. No. Okay. So I said to my roommate, we're going to get into this place. Oh, what? I'll tell you this. Don't ever say no to Richard Strecker because he he is stubborn as a mule, right? I was was committed. I am you because the second you tell me no, I'm like, I am making this happen. Right. Yep, that's a rebellious streak in us. Okay, so. 
So we started walking around the building. Perseverance, people. And I found there was a fire escape in the back. Okay. So I said, oh, that's how we're going to get in. So I gave my roommate 10 fingers. Okay. He reached up, pulled the ladder down. Okay. We climbed up the ladder, went up the fire escape, found an open window, climbed in, and then we heard these people being chased and yelling. So we jumped to this little, like a little meat locker kind of thing. No kidding. Yeah. But then I was saying, shit, what if someone closes the door? Oh, my God. So we stayed in there long. (laughs) And then we just started walking up the stairs till we heard the music. Right. And we walked, opened this door, and was standing behind the bar Uh of this establishment, BC establishment. Right. And the guys, so all the bartenders were there, and all the bartenders were these BC football players. Oh, my. So they're huge. these monster guys. (laughs) And we went, I went, oh shit, we're going to get wrapped. <laughs> so I jumped, we jumped under the bar, into the crowd. Were they like, hey, hey, or and I was, no? And I was, well, we just, we just saw them and just ran into the crowd. Okay. So I was waiting for these, one of these guys to grab me and drag me out by my neck. Right. And say, hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and no one grabbed us. <laughs> so we were Victory. in. Victory. So we got in. Yes. So I said to my roommate, Man, we, we did it. We're going to be smooching. We're going to be smooching tonight, baby. <laughs> what a dork. Okay, continue. Okay, so you get in. So you're in. Like, already this is a great story. And you're like, we're going to have the best night ever because we just like, go, I mean, you're three hours in. You just snuck through all these terrifying big BC boys. So then how'd you find mom? So then I'm just kind of scanning the crowd. I said to my roommate, I said, you know what? I'm feeling really lucky tonight. Yeah. I'm going to go for gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I start, I scanned the room for the cutest girl I could find. Yeah, and there's a lot of cute ones at BC, no? Yeah. Yeah. I saw this one girl really tan. Really tan. Blonde. Blonde. And I said, Like a unicorn in Massachusetts, yeah, she right? Just, she just stood out in the crowd. That's mom. So I looked at her and I went, that's the one. I'm dead. Continue. More. I need more. Don't stop. So... She came over to where I was. She came over to you? No, she kind of wandered Don't around. lie to me. She she kinda, tell me the truth. No, she was just wandering. She was, she was wandered toward my side. She wandered toward I didn't, I didn't like attack her. I just kind of <laughs> Good. Good. played it cool. Okay, okay. And then when she sort of wandered, you know, in my direction, I went over to her and I said, hey, would you like to dance? Oh, I'm, stop. And she said to me, no, maybe later. <laughs> How did you feel now? So moment? I walked away and said, well, that wasn't no. <laughs> I like the attitude. Okay. Okay. So I felt hopeful. Oh, me. and we have a question in the interim, because I feel like it's like guys when I was dating in college for sure, definitely guys. Now there's a term I'm going to tell you. Don't get mad at me. I have to swear to tell you. Okay. I won't swear. I'll just say the F word. Like I'll, I'll say F. They're called F boys, but like, it's like F U C K, but F boys, that's the terminology. So, you know, there's always derogatory terms for women, right? That men have over the years have used to put women down. Well, finally women have one for men and it's called an F boy. So an F boy in that situation, dad would have found another girl to definitely like shamelessly flirt with in front of mom to get mom to get jealous and be like, I need, I got all the chicks, but you're no F boy. Are you dad? No, you're not. So I went and wandered around. I knew some of the, the guys in the crowd. So I just started talking to them. How'd you know them? 
because I live in Boston, and these, this is BC. And I oh, know really? I didn't know this. Okay. Yeah, so I knew some of the Oh, guys. so you're I like. Some, I knew some people there. Cool cat. Just a so Boston was, boy so hanging I, with his Boston pals. I, oh, I know that guy. I just went over and talked to see people. Okay, so, okay, yeah. okay. So then. So you're literally in your mind, you're like, I'm just going to wait for that blonde so lady wa- to come so over. So I'm watching her. She's dancing with some other guy. So she, she stops dancing with him, and she comes over to the side, talks to her, her friend, Patty. Patty! Oh, my God. I'm, I can't. Aunt Patty, okay. It was one of her high school friends. Yeah. Who was at BC with her. Oh, yeah. I forgot they went to BC together <clears throat> in high school, too. So I went over, and she's talking to Patty. So she wasn't with this guy anymore. Yeah. So, so you think, said. So I'm thinking, she just danced with this guy. They're not like a couple. Yeah. So she's so my just, turn. It's my, it's, this is my time to make my move. Yeah. To know? get a what? Because the guy's away. To get a... He's kind of... He, he gave me an opening. Yeah. And I'm taking it. Yeah. So uh, if he was going to really protect his girlfriend he would not leave her he left her because she was a hottie yeah you don't leave a hottie <laughs> with a body alone like that okay so so i went over to her again and i said would you like to dance and she said no don't look at her i don't want no don't look at her i do to you use your brain and she said and she said well you know what this was it's dad the part i forgot what go talk close to the, the microphone. first time the first time I said, uh, would you like to dance? She said, maybe later. Yes. And then Patty, her friend, said, okay. said to her, who is that guy? And she said, just some random guy. She goes, oh, he was cute. Nice, Patty. So, nice. So I'm giving Patty Thanks, cred, Patty. cred on that. Great. So I went back the second time. She was with Patty. Thanks for, thanks for, already thank you for my life, me a little Aunt boost. Patty. I didn't even know the girl. Yep. But she's, that's why she's one of my fam- favorite Babette friends. <laughs> you bet your ass <laughs> If it wasn't for Patty, I probably wouldn't have married you. And I wouldn't be alive. Continue. Yeah. Okay. So I asked her a second time, and, she, and Babette goes, okay. She said, okay. So we danced. What kind of dance did you do? Fast or slow? Fast. Do you do the pony? Do the pony. <laughs> do the pony. <laughs> did you do the disco? I don't, What's even, that? I don't know. I just was dancing. Do the bit, do the bit, though. <laughs> do the... Do the bit boo. What's that song? Do the do the hustle. Do you do the hustle? Boop 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 boop. Is that what you did? I uh, wasn't doing that, but I can you do like it. You like Dirk Diggler dancing that. in the mirror, getting ready to go out to the discotheca? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you dance. So, so we're dancing. Scale of one to ten, how good of a dancer were you? Uh, uh, no, Dad. You, I you. probably if I if Stop I was sober, I was probably a five. Yeah. If I was a little Lucy, a little drunk, I thought it was a ten. <laughs> I was a ten. <laughs> um, I have a question. Whether I was a ten or not, I have no idea. Did you do the bear dance for mom the first no, night you met her? No, I didn't know. When did the bear was. dance come into existence? Probably after I was married. <laughs> yeah, the bear dance is a I'm a married dance for sure. My that, bear that, dance that, is my that, favorite that, thing in the world. That's a dad dance. You're bear dancing at my wedding, okay? Again. I don't know if my knee can handle it. No, you've got to do it, Dad. It's All like right. it's like a family tradition at this point, okay? Right. So. So anyway, so I, I danced with her a dance, and then this guy came over. Who was dancing with her before? Yeah, and he tapped me out. He tapped because, you out because I, was, I, was, I, I wasn't like. You, put me in a time machine, take me back into uh, a, a better day. I don't know what this tapping out thing is that you speak. Well, of. I kept dancing with her, like one dance after another, because I I had this girl, and she, in my mind, she was mine for the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But little did I know, she had actually agreed to meet some guy from Fort Lauderdale beforehand and he was the guy who was she was dancing with at first oh she was on a date well not really a formal date but someone she kind of knew right so so she was so he he came over and felt like well i was 
can I be with this girl? Now, who's this random guy? Yeah. So he taps me on the shoulder in the middle of a dance. So I would stop dancing with us so, he, so he could dance so with So did you do it? You stopped? Yeah, because that's what you do. How to make you that's, feel? That's like old-fashioned stuff. Do you want to beat him up? I was like, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> She's my girl for the night. <laughs> my girl for the night. I love that. I keep thinking he's going to say girlfriend. He keeps saying, she's my girl for the night. Okay, so. My expectations were reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> so? So then he tapped me out. So I'm like, okay. So, so what'd you do? So I walked to the side and I'm watching, watching him. And I'm going, all right, he can tap me out. I'll tap him out. Stop, I'm dead. <laughs> 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 I waited for him dancing, uh, like at least a dance and a half more. That's nice of you to share so well. I let him let him d- dance the rest of the song and another dance. And then he tapped him out again. And I went and tapped him out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this went on like all night long. Quid pro quo, Clarice. So, Wait, you really did? You guys went back and forth tapping? Yeah, we, was, we were like... No! We'll, we'll tap each other all night long. Tap, tap, tap. Tippity tap, tap. Tippity tap, tap, tapping. Well, otherwise we could just like have a fight over her right. and have a brawl in the middle of the dance floor. You had a gentleman's duel. We were having a gentleman's <laughs> duel. It was the Ivy Leaguer against the Eagle. <laughs> nice, Dad. Cool. It so, was the Harvard John against the Eagle. So what did so so? Hello, and then after all this tapping, your fingers about to fall off. By the way, tapping is my least favorite thing. Human beings do to we each tap other. Him on the shoulder. If someone tapped me that much, I would punch them in the face. I would have gotten to an altercation with somebody over yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so? So then, so it gets to be around 11 o'clock at night when the, the green line trolley ceases to run. Shoot. And I said, I, I, can, I, I can hear, I, have to, I can hear my sperm living inside of your, sorry, dad, yeah. um, penis area screaming, dad, go back in. We have to get me made. It's just like back to the future. <laughs> it's like back to the future, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dad, you're, you're my ball sack. Oh, and you're screaming. My, this, is my, this is my sperm voice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Dad, 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 don't give up so easy. I want to live. I'm so special. (laughs) I'm going to get old. And I'm going to do podcasting. And I'm become a late life lesbian. So at 11 o'clock, I said to her, I have to leave because the train's leaving. Nice, Dad. And she said, okay. And she's thinking... What college kid <laughs> leaves the dance at 11 o'clock at night? Yeah, you I thought you were in high school, right? You were young looking. Well, I had a crew cut. So, I don't know what that means. Well, I, was, I wasn't very old anyway because I was... Eight. Because you're so smart that you skipped a bunch of grades. So, you were no, a I, sophomore. No, I started school really young because my mother wanted to get me out of the house. Oh, I, I, I've romanticized that differently in my head. Okay. Yeah, I think I started kindergarten when I was four. Holy shit, that's young. <laughs> It's supposed to be five. I still wore diapers, I believe, when I was four. I believe I made it by a month cut off. What? Yes. Yeah, so That's crazy. So okay. The, so, so you were young for your so year. I was always young for my grade. Right. I was a year younger than everyone else. So usually. you looked young. So you think mom thought you were in high school. So I was 18 as I was a sophomore in college. Jeez. Okay. But she's a freshman. So you're both 18. We were the same age. Right. Okay. So, and I had a crew cut. So looked really young. So? So she thought I was a high school kid that snuck in. So? So how'd so, you get it? How, so what'd you do? So I said, I said, well, I have to go, but uh, let's go to a Harvard football game next weekend. Nice way to drop the H bomber <laughs> real fast. We all know, we all know, especially in the seventies, you're going to college too. Yes, you are getting education, but also you, that's an MRS situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Harvard. I mean, Harvard's always Harvard. So she's honey. really dealt with it's true. 
She thinks I'm lying to her. Of course. So she brings her roommate, Ellen. Oh, Ellen, yes. Dad, stop looking at her. Look at me and tell me the story. And um, as like a bodyguard. Yeah, that's fair. She She's quite, smart. She didn't quite trust I was telling her the truth. Well, and that's smart to bring a friend, especially, you know, if you think someone's lying to you. Okay, yes, go on. So we um, went to my dorm room, which was not in a dorm setting. It was called Clavelly Hall. Okay. So it wasn't, didn't really necessarily look like a real dorm. Yeah, Harvard has like different, like like nice dorms, right? Yeah, like so that's the cross from Lowell House, but it was like it didn't, it could be an apartment. Okay. So she still wasn't sure. So she still sure. thinks you're a creepy liar. She still wasn't sure. A creepy young weird liar. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. <laughs> so so then I started. We we were drinking and went to the football game and had fun and and, and then well, and then when you had to show ID to get into the football game, I'm assuming. Yeah, and so I had tickets. So she knew. Yeah. That, Dad, yeah. you got to yeah. end. This is such a good story. You got to end strong. Yeah. She knew. <laughs> <laughs> That's ending strong. But, well, wait. So when did you like, when you make her your girl? What the hell? So then we just kind of, uh, <laughs> then I, I would call her on Friday night and I would say, you want to go out tonight? And she would say. But like, did you guys have fun? Did you, when did you smooch? Probably smooch that one time. Which one time at the on BC or when, did you smooch? When Ellen, oh, well, I don't. Mom saying no. Not at the dance. Mom saying no. No smooch in the dance. No, that was a no smoocher. Okay. And then, oh, I know what the next one was. The next smooch. The next time I saw her. Saw her was at a BC at a different BC dance. Okay, so you're just like a Harvard guy that crashes all the BC events. Continue. So I took it to the fo- football game. Oh, to- so so first the bar, then the football game. So then you yeah. prove that you actually were at Harvard. Right. Okay. And then, then she likes you. Well, then she was. Did she not? Then she, she did not like she, you. She thought I was not some high school kid. She didn't think that you were a creepy, scary liar. Okay. Right. But she was like, do you, did you feel like she likes me, or did you feel like, oh, no, I don't I'm still know. working on it. Okay. Okay. I don't okay. Think I had a smooch yet. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Because the, the second date was with Ellen, and Ellen was kind of. a... Cramping my style. I gotcha. Yeah, those friends. They're real. So now I've got two, two days into this. Yes. But this girl's worth it, worth the effort. She is. Look at her. I mean, yeah. tan, blonde, adorable. She's cute. She's way cute. And she still wasn't saying no. Yeah. So that's mom. So that was like, tracks. okay, I'm still in the running here. Okay. So then she said it's going to be a dance at another BC dance at a different part of the campus. Okay. So I said to all my Harvard buddies, hey, let's go to another BC dance and we'll see all these cute BC girls. Right. Right. So I had, I brought in like eight, my buddies. Nice. And we were all waiting in line. And like said, cool Harvard guys or nerds? Uh, mix. Okay. That's fair. Mix. That tracks. So, so then, um, so we get, we wait in line, all of us. And the same thing happened again. We get to the front of the line and the guy said, you guys, your Harvard IDs don't work here. Good God. And so you can't come in. You said, you're going to make me break so in So I started again? arguing with them. <laughs> and while I'm arguing with them, all my friends were sneaking in. Stop. Like they were focused on me and my friends were just like running in. <laughs> and so it came to the point where I was the only one left. No. And like about 10 of my friends are all uh, in there. Come and on. And I was outside. Like, let me in. And I looked to the window because on the first floor. Uh-huh. And they could see me outside and they were all laughing at me oh, through and, the window. And this is all I remember. And then mom said she saw your little face. She saw me outside. Oh, alone. She came out. <laughs> she felt bad for me. Oh. So then I got my first smooch. Yo, nice, dad. 
You yeah, deserved it. You like, deserved I recruited it. all these Harvard guys, and I wasn't even going to get in. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and there was no fire escape because it was on the first floor. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> so that was when we first, she knew I was made a real effort. Oh. And she knew I was legit. Right. College student. Yep. So she's, so then we started dating. And, oh, and then the rest is history. But you know one reason why she felt comfortable with me? Why? Because I was like so regular. <laughs> that is so not true. You are so special. No, my second date with her, Ellen, Babette, and I were taking turns spitting on a window to see who could spit the furthest. Romance is not So she dead. said, chivalry so is alive was, and well. You know, so I was like not intimidating to her. Got it. <laughs> and then you fell in love and then you we got did. married. We did. And then you had little old me. And now I'm getting married. Again. I know. What do you think of it, Dad? <clears throat> Wonderful. Can you believe how old I am? Does that make you... How, You're how not that? old. Uh, You're half my age. Okay, that's fair. I'll keep you around. If not, for, for, for nothing else, just to hear that. <laughs> and you see how hard I worked on Sunday with you digging holes? Yes. Yeah, you were impressed. I was impressed. So for a 65-year-old guy, I'm pretty strong. Dad, you're doing... I was very impressed. I can work. I actually hope to be as, like, active as you and mom when I'm your age. You guys really are an inspiration. I'm not going to lie. When I came home, mom said, we call dad the, um... What do we call him, mom? The foreman. Because he likes to stand over all of us while we do tasks and tell us how to do the tasks. But I do them with him. No, I, you do. I, I do, you get, I do you, toil. Yeah, you do. Like, you, I'm, I get sweaty, dirty, yeah, and, and bloody. You and I, you and I got uh, into the I'm plants. Not, I'm not afraid of hard work. So... You met mom, fell in love, you got married, and now it's coming full circle and I'm getting married. And I mean, listen, I know I've been married before, but I feel like we all knew that was not right. We knew that wasn't right, right? The first marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, I liked him too. He's fine. He's a likable guy. He's a likable guy. He's like a guy's guy. guy. He is. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. No shade to husband. Now that I'm marrying Teddy, it's like a different... It's a different ball game, you know? This is oh, like... Yeah. It's a total, total package. Total package. Just tell everybody real quick why you love Teddy so much. You really do adore her. She's the best. Isn't she the best? Yeah. Why? She's my golf buddy. She's your golf buddy. Yeah. I'm your gardening buddy. You are my gardening buddy. Yeah, so that... I'm, I, you but know, you've only done that once. Okay, I'm going to keep doing it with you. You got to keep doing it. <laughs> It's not, oh. it's not like a one and done. Shit. <laughs> I got roped into this. I, I want to be your golf buddy. You can drink when you golf. But when you dig holes, it, it's like going to the gym. It's yeah. exercise. Okay, whatever. That's the only you thing that got me through. You can have to get up this morning, right? <laughs> totally dying. Me too. I was totally, like, I hardly walk up the stairs totally last dying. Night. Okay, so wait. Right. You love Teddy because she's your golf buddy. Yeah. Why else? She's very sweet. She is very sweet. And she agrees with everything I say. <laughs> that is no, that's not true. She dad's she, hard. She's not doesn't do that. She just very has an even she's disposition. She's just very easy going. She does not confrontational. No, she's so easy to be around, isn't she? <clears throat> yeah. She just like she makes she everything. She may think you're full of shit, but she won't tell you. To your I don't, face. Honestly, I don't think Teddy. I don't. She think, just won't say anything. No, I, Teddy doesn't. Teddy genuinely doesn't think anyone's full of shit. She lives with rose-colored glasses on, and really? I live thanks to you with poo-colored glasses on. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. It's okay. I love you. I like who I am. I like who you are. We're just a little bit difficult. I'm really happy that we have each other though, so we can support each other through this crazy life. Oh God, yes. Because we're the only ones that get each other ultimately. I know. So we can just sit here and enable each other forever. Yes. But also I want to say thank you and mom for hosting our wedding. This is like 
the best thing in Our the entire pleasure. world. We have this beautiful house, and we have been such if we had never had a wedding or any a big event here. Nothing. It'd be such a waste. I know. It's like the most gorgeous place ever. So yeah, and we're gonna be downsizing at some point. I know. Now that we get it all fixed up so pretty, it's gonna be harder. I know. To, that's what you do, do right? That. You buy a house and then you fix it up and then you you make it perfect and then you have, then you sell it. Yeah, and then you say, oh, maybe I'll stay a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have to ask you because I mean, think about this: you are having a wedding of your first daughters. At your house. Yeah. You are officially George Banks. I know. So are you as stressed out as George Banks and father of the bride? No. No. Thank God. Because we don't have swans and all that other stuff. <laughs> That's here. what I said. Somebody was asking about it. And I was like, well, we don't have swans and shit. So <laughs> he's not as stressed out as George Banks was. No. But dad, uh, father of the bride, your favorite movie. And you cry at the end of it every single time we watch it and you've watched it a thousand times yeah yeah so are you gonna boohoo at the wedding i don't know <laughs> you think you're gonna get emotional if you run off and i don't get to say goodbye to you i might <laughs> <laughs> i promise it won't happen tay and i just might spend our entire honeymoon here with you guys that's fine with me i know it's fine with you we'll <clears> golf <throat> you'll make me do the gardening work with you it'll be yeah, a dream you'll be my gardening buddy no no so, no, so that's teddy not can be my golf buddy no that's not you're my gardening buddy that's we can not there we together that's not how we're spending we can the spread mulch together no. we can put in no New Guinea impatience plants together. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Knockout roses together. It's a wedding at the steak pit and a honeymoon gardening with dad, right? We can saw off limbs on trees Ooh, together. Ooh, fun. I'll show you how to use my, uh, all my tree saw equipment. <laughs> oh, dad, stop. Stop it. You're getting me too excited. It's gonna, you're going to have like great arms. Oh, thank you. You're not going no. to have the girl waggle. You're going to have nice, firm arms. <laughs> Dad, I'm not spending the honeymoon doing yard work with you. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Well, thank you for joining me on the podcast, Dad. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. You did a good job, Dad. You're a good storyteller. You think? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, also, in addition to thank you for the wedding, thank you for my Botox. You guys, if you were in the, I, w I wish I could say tri-state area. We've been trying to get dad to New York. But if you are in uh, the South Shore of Massachusetts, you should come see my dad for Botox. Right, dad? Yeah. You are so good at Botox. Just look at my face. I am literally the Richard Strecker canvas. So. Ever since she was 16. Ever since I was, yeah, 18. 18. Yeah, because I had the blinkies. Right. And so I started to come see you. <clears throat> well, you and mom first sent me to a million like doctors and then eventually ended on a therapist who then basically told me that I was blinking because I didn't release my anger. And so she told me to start swearing. So then I started swearing, but then I kept blinking. So then I was blinking and swearing like I had Tourette's. So that didn't really work out well. And then dad was literally like, oh my God, I know why she's blinking. <laughs> Like one day. Oh, no, it wasn't even you. It was mom. Mom was talking to like one of your family members and they were talking about like an old uncle who had like a twitching problem. And you were like, mom's like, hello, Rich. That's where she gets it from. And then you were like, oh, it's a hemifacial blepharospasm. And then you brought me in to give me Botox. Lid twitch. Lid twitch? Lid tick. I thought I had a hemifacial blepharospasm. No, you have a lid tick. Oh, okay. Because you're so high energy. Yeah. It comes out in your face. It does come out in my face. <laughs> so that's how I started getting the Botox. And then, of course, I was like, well, while you're stabbing me in the face with uh, with a needle, how about you get my wrinkles on my forehead, too? And now... Right. I said you a little bit around that right eye. Yep. 
And then when you get older, when like probably 18, yeah. I started doing cosmetic stuff. Exactly. And I will say, like, I mean, preventative is the way to go when it comes to Botox now. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, maybe people are blowing smoke up my ass, but all my friends who are young, because I'm in this young industry, they're always shocked when they find out that my age is my age. They're like, no way. And your mother too. I know. And they always say you have such a young face. And I do think it's genetics, but I also, and I think it's also because I'm chubby, I look like a little bit of a baby, but I also ultimately think it's the Botox. I really yeah. do. I, yeah. think it, I think it makes me look a lot younger than I am. Yeah, it'll make you look at least, at least 10 years younger than your chronological age. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and you're the best, Dad. You do a great job. You give me, like, a little eyebrow lift. I mean, yep. it's not lost on me. Well, like, your... The artistry that your you do. Right, your right eyebrow is higher than your left. Oh, it is? So I gave a little bit less Botox on the left and the right. Oh, damn, because symmetry is the ultimate... Because yeah, beauty is symmetry. Right. So I was, I'm making your eyebrows symmetric. It, I mean, I can see such a difference because during the pandemic, I didn't have, I couldn't see you guys. So I didn't have Botox for a long time. And I would look in the mirror and I was like, I look old and I look bad. And I just thought it's because I was getting fatter and fatter and fatter in quarantine. But I actually realized after I finally got Botox from you, I was like, oh my God, that Botox really makes a difference. So oh, yeah. you're going to have to do Botox forever. That's the moral of that story. I know. Or at least teach somebody. You have to like pass the baton. I, I teach Zach. Can you teach me and I can give myself Botox? <laughs> With a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would work. Um, and then the next thing we have to do is we have to, get, we have to convince Teddy to let me get my lips done. Right? You want filler? Do you, wanna, do you want my lips to get done? Uh, do you think I need it? You could probably give some lips because your lips are skinny. I know. Skinny <clears throat> lips McGee over here. Yeah, you could probably get a little Volbella. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm open to it. I'll we give just... some oral... An aesthetic, so you won't feel it. Yeah, it's, right. It's very sensitive. I'm sure it kills. You know, give it like a dental block. Okay. Yeah. Give you an injection inside your mouth. Ow. And that will block the lips. Okay. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. Thanks for making me beautiful. First of all, thanks for carrying me around your ball sack for all those years. I appreciate it. Thank you for having the courage to, you know, hit on mom so that I could be born. And thanks for have, letting us host the wedding here. And thanks for keeping me young and beautiful, Dad. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. And thank you for being a guest on my podcast, most importantly. You're very welcome. I'm happy to do it. And Dad, where should people go if they want to get Botox from you? They should call Strecker Eye Center. They should call Strecker Eye Center. In Hingham and Plymouth. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You got it. Dad, you're the best. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> love you, honey. I love you too, Daddy. Okay, guys, that's it for us this week. Uh, have a fantastic rest of your week. And next week, my wife will be on the podcast with me my brand new wife oh my god and we'll be uh, recapping the wedding and all the fun stuff this week we are on our i guess honeymoon golfing with my dad and gardening with him so uh we'll be back next week with a brand spanking new podcast i can't wait to tell you guys all about the wedding i I'm, this is this is the this is the past we're in the future i don't even know what the wedding's gonna be like this is wild yeah. I hope it doesn't rain. It won't. Oh my god. That's good luck if it rains though. I know, whatever. I, I'm, I won't I promise I won't pitch a fit. Uh you guys, that is it for us this week. Have a great one until next week. Bye girl, bye.